Welcome to Retail Nightmares Podcast. My name is Alicia Tobin. I'm here with my co-host, Jessica Delisle. Ah! Ah! Yeah! You were dabbing, right? Yeah. How are you doing, Jessica? Fine. Yeah. I'm fine. How are you? (laughs) Good. I really like it when you wear headphones, period, because when your hair is back, you look a lot like a young Carrie Fisher. Oh, wow. Thank you. Yeah. But what an honor. <laughs> yeah, I've thought it a couple of times when you had them on. I'm like, oh, they really like kind of look similar. Yeah. Um, Cinnamon bun head. Mm-hmm. That was a wig. Mm-hmm. <laughs> One side was a wig, I think. One side was like all her hair. <laughs> oh, okay. That's good. I, I didn't know. know that. Maybe That's this cool. is blasphemous. Who knows? Um, well, should I get to introducing the guest or do you want to keep talking about cinnamon buns? I, uh, well, I've got a lot to say. That's Sophie's choice. I don't know. We got a great guest. We can bring, we can come back to cinnamon buns. <laughs> okay. We only have this guest for tonight. Yes, that's true. Cinnamon buns are forever. Mm, kind wish, of. Not really. Wish. Yeah. All right. So we've had this guest on two or three other times. We did a live show. We did a home show. And now we're doing a remote show. Cool. So you've done everything with us. Everything. <laughs> everything. It's the, it's the trifecta. <laughs> it's the hat trick of podcasts. He's our friend. He is a, a fashion icon around South Granville to <laughs> East Van. Um, I think he's the greatest. He's a drag performer and he has great eyebrows. Chandelier. Yeah. Wow. High oh, production yeah, I was value. Sitting on that for like the whole intro. I'm like, I can't wait to strobe the lights. <laughs> so amazing. <laughs> I'm using my ring light. I'm ready. I'm prepared. Perfect. <laughs> Somebody uh, in, in my work meetings has a ring light, but no one else does. So, like, they're just, and, and they are like conventionally extremely attractive persons. So, they really don't fit in. Not that there aren't other attractive people in the group, but I'm like, oh, yeah, like we all look like shit. (laughs) (laughs) They just roll up into every Zoom meeting, like hand under the chin posing. Perfect. (laughs) You got that Q4 report, bitch? (laughs) (laughs) They know all their best angles. She would have it. She's got it all. (laughs) I need to get a ring light. That's like. Yeah, I want one now. Look at how healthy you look. I'm hosting a thing online coming up, so I like oh. I can't look like a dark goblin cave. <laughs> like I need to <laughs> make it look semi-professional at least. You make that dark goblin cave yours, Mama. That's what you do. <laughs> Thank you. I, I try. <laughs> um, thanks for having me back. Oh, I'm oh, just gonna I'm step all over your so your excited. story. <laughs> I was just gonna talk about how I found weird mold on a door today, and I was like, "How long has that been there?" <laughs> and then Jay was like, "That's just part of the door." And then I washed it off, and I was like, "Nope, never. Mm-hmm. I've never seen it before." Yeah. So I literally do live in a goblin's cave. Which door, though? <laughs> the back door. Okay. Oh yeah, that's <laughs> yeah, an outside. Whatever, thing. Whatever, it's fine. That's an That's can just encroach. Yeah, you know, it was like it could be the inside of the door. <laughs> Yeah, I was coming for a visit. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I, was, I was sort of like, I'm not going to fight it anymore. <laughs> like, this is It sees all of the animals you welcome into your beautiful apartment and was like, I'm going to have a slice. Yeah. It's yeah. like, what's this all about? Yeah. <laughs> and I has peanut. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I mean, have as many peanuts as you want. You were feeding that big squirrel a lot of peanuts the other day. Uh, I just put out like a a bunch of nuts for the day and then they'll oh, like, I mean they'll work I've been on putting out nuts 
<laughs> as much as I can, if you know what I'm saying. <laughs> no, explain. You gotta spread it around and just, you know. Just a handful here or there on my yeah. walks. Well, uh, also, okay, this is getting really dorky, but like, I think I talked about this before, but when I, when, you know, stores opened up back in June or whatever it is, I finally went back to the bird seed store, the bird feed store, and I got my... Put on your light show. Yeah. (laughs) Bird seed! (laughs) I got my like five pound bag of peanuts and they were like way oilier than normal. And so I was like, Mm. oh, because they're, they haven't been moving their product for all these months like we got to turn over these nuts (laughs) Um, (laughs) and so now like I'm not stingy with my nuts because you know if they're if they're about to turn get them out there you know that is exactly what they told me at Catholic school (laughs) and hand to God it served me well (laughs) so jealous um yeah that you have like a great a, a lot of good visitors right now Jessica I love it yeah, none human. <laughs> For the best. <laughs> yeah. Shanda, are you still working from home? I am. I'm in my office corner right now so for the viewers at home (laughs) it's just three shelves that i put up with a bunch of crap on them (laughs) you've got a beautiful creamsicle colored ice bucket yeah yeah ice bucket (laughs) my friend megan got that for me for an occasion one time i love it so much it's literally filled with candy perfect (gasps) what kind of candy old lady candy go on i mean like the kind that you need a little pick to get out like oh, the, no. with the um, those are good. Those are toffees. Yeah, like to- There's lots of Werther's in here, and like old lady caramels, and then <gasps> one of my favorite stores in the entire world, Army and Navy. Before it closed, R.I.P. Uh, I would go in there every month and buy like bags of the old lady candy just to have in my cupboards and like in dishes around my apartment. <laughs> And just I would just in eat your it pockets to all offer to a child. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we have yeah, that old lady, yeah. that exact old lady candy at work. And there used to be a big bowl at reception. And like usually every day around two at the most stressful time of the day, I would go down and pick out all of the ones that I like that don't have gluten in them and then scurry <laughs> back to my upstairs office, eat them all or stuff my pockets with them and go to the grocery store and eat them. Yeah. And then... <laughs> COVID happened, and of course, like, candy dishes are the least of anyone's concern, or they are very much a concern, so that everything was put away. And recently, the new receptionist and I became close enough for me to say, um, I am a sugar addict, and I would really love some of that candy that used to be here. <laughs> and she's like, you can have as much as you like. I'm like, no, I can't, but I will be coming down here periodically to stuff my pockets with toffee. But every once in a while, one of the toffees is rancid. Like, they'll oh. be, like, all from the same bag, and one of them will be rancid. And I'm like, Weird. Oh, so interesting. Yeah. It's like, I mean, I mean it's, nothing's interesting anymore. <laughs> that was actually... <laughs> I thought that, that was, was interesting. <laughs> so interesting. That was my oh, idea. Wow, that was fascinating. <laughs> I suggest, when I worked at Macintosh Toffee, I said, put a gross one in there. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I keep getting it, because I eat so much of them. They misheard and, you, and they thought they should make them all gross. Yeah. <laughs> No, I love that shit. I love anything that gets stuck in your teeth and then you have to work it out. It's like a fun little make work project for yourself. But no one it's like else a knows finger about trap. it. Yeah. yeah, exactly. But it's like your tongue is the detective. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds so horned. 
It is horrent. <laughs> yeah. Like the least possible. <laughs> yeah, I know. It's it's in, your, like, in your own way, it's horny. Sure. Yeah, this is this is the way that I am horned. Mm-hmm. <laughs> horned for toffee. I am quite horned for toffee. Do you remember those like I love toffee and caramels? Um, do you remember the the Christmas one or not Christmas, sorry, Halloween ones? That yeah. came, the, the molasses little, like, ones? The molasses mm-hmm. one with They're the little the witch on them. I haven't seen those. I want a tattoo of that witch. I love her so much. <laughs> Such good candy. The, like, big hook nose and the bug eyes. And then there's like an owl in a tree in front of the moon. I want that whole scene just like on me. Yeah. They didn't just do molasses though. Like when I was a kid, there was the molasses ones, but they also did a chocolate one and a maple one, I believe. And oh. I think it's the same company. I think it's Care that makes them. It is. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. They did. They used to do the little maple ice cream cones. <gasps> that to me was oh like the God. most that was the most small town Canadian thing because I like grew up in the States and we moved here when I was 10 and when we would visit I'd go down to the corner store and they would just have them out like even like the little like cardboard tray it's just so open. anybody oh just open like anybody could put their hands on them and yeah. like even before a pandemic i was like that's fucking disgusting <laughs> you bought them because they're so delicious they were a quarter and at the top is the little like <laughs> like hard icing and then you in the middle is like the weird maple jelly sugar Ooh. thing oh my god ridiculous surprise. and then it's just surrounded by a crunchy ice cream cone yeah I've they're never so had good these. they sound like gushers i love them <laughs> yeah like the maple syrup inside is like thicker than maple syrup it's like it's mm. almost almost like a toffee but it's not yeah. hard but it's like ah, those when are you so take good. maple syrup and you boil it down and then you roll it out on snow. Yeah, like it's like very snow. much that consistency. Totally. It's in, inside. That's what it runs in my blood. Yeah. <laughs> That's mine too. You cut me and I bleed the tear. Yeah. <laughs> it's disgusting. <laughs> I didn't know that. I'm so glad we're not in the same room. Yeah. Um, <laughs> All for me. Um, those are so good. There's also a marshmallow version of those. Oh, I yeah. if they, they made those as well. You can buy those in, um, usually you see them at like Dollar Ramas in Nova Scotia in the packages. Yeah. So I'm hungry now. <laughs> <laughs> I just want candy. I just want candy. I have no candy. <laughs> I have so much candy. I have like a knapsack fold, filled with Haribo. Oh, wow. Yeah. Lucky. Yeah. I bought it for Uncle Jordan. Scrooge over here. <laughs> yeah, well, I bought it for Jordan and Jesse the other day, and I bought myself some, and I realized every time I eat it the next day, I feel really shitty. Mm-hmm. And, of course, I'm sure most people have, like, three or four of the dinosaurs, and I have the entire bag. And, yeah. I, like, I, eat, I plow through a headache the entire time I'm eating them. And I'm like, this is good for me. I should keep doing this. worth yeah. it. This is a treat. <laughs> so I think that it, I, my love affair is definitely on hold for a while. Because uh, as much as I love them, I think that maybe they're supposed to be eaten in moderation and I'm not sure they're I understand. They're supposed to be shared, I think. Uh, yeah, like who am I going to share them with? Yeah. Actually, exactly. I let Hank lick one and I started <laughs> started Googling, can dogs have gummy bears? And the first thing that came up was like, absolutely not. <laughs> but yeah, I dug deeper and he they're like, just make sure he doesn't eat an entire gummy bear. I'm like, you just let him lick it. And he liked it. That's and I was fine. like, that's so funny. He's licked worse yeah he's eaten the poop of a person that was probably taking very hard drugs mm. and he survived we that. all yeah i mean a few times <laughs> no i can say that i haven't <laughs> i what's okay oh, without, sorry, wrong, wrong podcast guest yeah <laughs> without getting too graphic 
I think the grossest thing I've ever licked is a bus pole. <laughs> yeah, you've mentioned that. Yeah. I mean, I couldn't even begin to list <laughs> the problematic <laughs> things that I've licked. <laughs> I was just like really coming up blank for things that I've licked. Yeah. I don't know. Like I Jay think and we, I. Go ahead. Um, <laughs> like pre-COVID, Jay and I were really into like, if we found food, like no questions asked, we're just eating it. But now it's like. <laughs> We know better. We shouldn't. Like we found we found a Ziploc bag with a perfect slice of pizza in it, like right by our apartment the other day. And Jay was like, should we? And I was like, no, <laughs> just leave it for the animals. And he's like, should we take it out of the bag for the animals? And I was like, just let's not touch it at all. <laughs> like, let's just yeah. walk home as if we didn't see it. But both of us were thinking about that slice. And I'm sure Dr. Bonnie Henry meant to get around to what the <laughs> steps are around. Yeah. Found pizza. The five yeah. second rule. I think that's extended. in stage three. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm jealous of, well, I'm not jealous, but um, I wish that we had the same codes that. Uh, like code red, code. Yeah. Okay. Like I want, it's, is it like Manitoba's in code red? I want yep. red alert. I want black alert. I want all the alerts. I want to go to warp speed. Do you think it would help? People were really struggling with the new the new rules. It's just so vague. Anyway, we've talked about it infinitely <laughs> at this point. I feel like yeah. it's just... Yeah. And we haven't even spoken to each other about it. No. It's just been like really in the, in the general conversation. It's all mm -hmm. people um, talk about. I think really what it should have just said was like, you can't see your fucking family if your family doesn't live in your fucking house. Yeah. <laughs> you have no friends yeah. anymore. Fuck off. Yeah. Be like a household doesn't mean you live in a house. <laughs> <laughs> and a household doesn't make a home. Yeah. That's for sure. <laughs> Let me I keep break wanting into to song. see where Hank is, but I... I think he just went back to bad. Can I just say the Hank content that we've gotten over the last six months where he <laughs> literally looks like an American girl dog <laughs> is it's such a blessing to the timeline. I can't get over that. That thing is real. And that I've met him. <laughs> Alicia's new phone camera really like, properly oh, it captures him it pops honey it pops yeah, <laughs> yeah. i think it, it really brought home like how big of a personality he has yeah. because before he really yeah. was just a blur in all of the photos <laughs> yeah. like his face my my sister's dog who i love uh very much he's got a, a wonderful personality but he has like i don't know he's a mix of a lot of stuff so his face isn't so animated but you look at hank and you're like this dog is speaking to me mentally like i can hear <laughs> what he's saying when i look at the photo what does hank tell you to do yeah. he's always just like you have a good day like he's very Aww, he's very so chill nice. he's always like i hope you're doing all right yeah Aww. there's nothing hank wants more than to be around people and to have a good time and he's a party really, animal yeah he's a party animal it's really a shame he got he got saddled with me who's like the opposite <laughs> <laughs> i want to be quiet and i don't want to talk to anybody um yeah he is great and he doesn't know a lot of words like i try to teach him words but he's always just staring at me <laughs> anyway he's like post-verbal he doesn't need the words he's looking yeah. at you like tobin come on <laughs> he understands a lot. Like he understands a lot, but I think a lot of decision like making that I wish he had would come in handy in 
certain times, like when he's just barking for no reason. Yeah. <laughs> we were in Shaughnessy the other day and there was a plastic tray on the on the road and when people ran over it it sounded like a firecracker. Oh. And just getting him home after that. And I was like, eh, I was just gonna let you bark for ten minutes. <laughs> <laughs> and then I picked him up and carried him like a baby for a block, and then he calmed down. I mean, he's mad about litter. I get he it. Is. He, he is. Used he used to be really it. into litter when he was a puppy. Do you remember him when he would carry like around Pepsi cups and yeah, everything? Yes. He still loves containers, but he's four now, so he's less enthusiastic about garbage. He's an environmentalist now. Well, yeah. What do you What do you think about the dogs on Instagram who have the the like the easy buttons that say different phrases. Oh yeah, and they're like outdoors and they tap, now. Yeah, outside or like I love you, mom. More <laughs> treats, please. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I think it's amazing. Like the kind of patience it takes to train a dog to be able to communicate that way is pretty incredible. I can't believe it. Like it blows my mind. And some of them are like the dumb dog breeds there are no bad dogs but there are dumb dogs <laughs> like well, they're french like bulldogs smart, yeah. oh yeah hank's a smart dog breed but i don't know i think those videos that we see are like the product of hours and hours and hours and hours of like hundreds of hours of uh yeah. ones where it just said like p p p p that's the scary tiktok house i want to live in where they're <laughs> yeah. training piss the house. dogs yeah <laughs> piss house welcome to piss house <laughs> oh god i miss piss house <laughs> yeah i don't know like i think that like some dogs are just really good at like listening and that's not the dog that i got <laughs> and that's fine he listens when it's important he listens when he can tell i'm scared or like he needs to come back and so that i think that's as good as it's gonna get yeah, <laughs> that's, yeah that's good enough what more yeah. do you need he gets really stressed out if i ask him to lay down and he doesn't do it he's like i don't know he's like i'm too excited and now i don't know what i'm doing and i don't i don't know and i can see him getting like really worried and, I'm, and he flips his head back and forth because he's like knows that that's part of the motion of laying down so he'll just flip <laughs> his head back and forth and i'll go lay down and he'll go and I'm like, no, like the whole body. And he's like, he tries to do it, but he's too excited. We'll get there. I think by the time he's 10, he's going to be like perfectly trained. So six yeah. more years. Yeah. He'll, he'll want to lay down by then. He'll be perfect. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, he's perfect. Right, guys? He is. Yeah. 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 Should we do a round of retail nightmares? Sure. Let's do it. Do you want to go first? Yes. Okay. Yes, I do. Um, all right. We are... <laughs> You're gathering your we are notes. Cracking. I literally do have notes. Oh my gosh, so do I. <laughs> well, I've noticed. I don't. I have some string. Yeah. <laughs> nice. That's good string. That's a really nice string. I don't know where it came from. I like the color. Um, Me too. Okay, so we're in the middle of November. It's like holiday season time. Holiday shopping is like for my day job on my mind already. And then this time last year, I was getting ready to go to Cape Breton to spend Christmas with my family. And I was like, I'm going to do some shopping here, but I'll buy stuff there. So I'm not dragging. So and my family's not huge on gifts for adults. It's like okay. buy the kids like nice stuff. But like once you're like, you know, 19, 20, you're like, OK, like you can ease off on the, the yeah. nonsense. Sure. So I was like, I'll do some shopping back home. And, and there's the mall in Sydney called the Mayflower Mall. Which, like, if, I, I don't know any, like, mid-sized malls around here. Like, it's, it serves a very small, <laughs> like, municipality. So, like, the anchor ship of whatever store is the bay. And I work there 
in college, and I remember it was a sea level bay store, <laughs> which they would tell us every time somebody came from like head office, they'd be like. Well, they're like, your type of store, a sea level base store, is very important to our economy because it's the foundation. And we're like, just stop pissing on us and like give us the reject Kenneth Cole that you don't want to sell in Toronto. <laughs> I have been into a sea level bay several times. There's one up at um, Oak Ridge was a sea level. Oh, okay. And I, I'm sure they're not any longer I hope, because it's so fancy there now. And the other bay, there's another bay nearby, like in Burnaby, and it's also a sea level. And you just go in, you're like, I don't understand. Yeah, you're like, oh, it's just all right there. Like, like polar fleece grad dresses. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you're like, okay. It's yeah. still so much stuff, though. You're like, I can buy a recliner and a bra in the same store. Yeah. I yeah. worked in the men's department, and it was right next to the large furniture and all of the lingerie. <laughs> Perfect. And so it was just like, like constantly like ladies being like, where do I get fitted for a brassiere? And I was like, do you want Tommy Hilfiger? <laughs> like, <laughs> yes. Um, but I, I do love shopping there because it's the most boomer experience I've, I've ever had in my entire life. Even like <laughs> before we had the word boomer, like in the lexicon. So <laughs> I was thinking about all of the nightmare Christmas shopping that I did last year. And like, there are like two things that really stick out. The first one is I went to the uh, Bath and Body Works, which okay. was like, that's like a brand new store for them in Sydney. And it's like oh, a wow. big deal because you used to have to drive to Halifax if you wanted to go to Bath and Body Works. So like... <laughs> Worth it. Yeah, it was rammed out the ass. I could not tell you. I just wanted to get some stupid like pump like glitter soap for like, I don't even remember who, but I was like, I know that they like, you know bathroom smelly stuff so like yeah. you know it's like that's an easy gift for somebody so i was in there and it was a total nightmare so many people just like shoulder checking me and it's like all because it's small town cape breton there are no other men in there unless they're like being dragged on like a fred flintstone leash <laughs> you know like i'm the only independent male in this store and people are just staring at me like one being like do I know him? And two, being like, I don't know him. This <laughs> <laughs> is so scary. And I was like trying to find the soap. So I find the soap finally. I wait in the line and it's like, I'm going to say five days before Christmas. So I love, yeah. the, I love the madness, but mm -hmm. I brought it on myself and I was like on my phone, probably tweeting something stupid, <laughs> <laughs> waiting. And I was just about to go. They have one cashier, by the way. I was like, you, what? you need that a sucks. purple heart for this. Somebody <laughs> must have been on break, but like, this is insane. So I'm, I'm like just about to get there. And this old lady just hawks right in front of me. <laughs> and, like no remorse, just directly in front of me, walks up to the cashier. And I said, excuse me. And she turned around. She said, I won't be long. And I was like, <laughs> it's not about time, lady. It's <laughs> I was waiting here. Was, we're, this isn't like a timed challenge. This isn't American gladiators. <laughs> like <laughs> She probably meant she won't be long on this earth. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, every moment counts at this point, right? I was like, you better be going to see King Jesus directly after this because <laughs> I waited so long to buy this stupid overpriced soap. And like the person at the cashier who's like 
so young, like probably like 18, just looks at me like fear in their eyes because you can't talk back to, like you can't talk back to a pensioner in Cape Breton. You're, <laughs> yeah, else I can you're, see it. You're just like ejected from society. So they're like <laughs> ringing this woman through and she refuses to like turn around and like make eye contact with me. And I was just like, had my arms crossed and I was like trying to look like as mad as, I was fuming, but like still because I was, a gentleman like well i'm not gonna read this old bitch to film <laughs> but i'll save it for a podcast uh, yeah. <laughs> but then like she finally finishes just leaves beelines directly out of the store and i get up to the cashier and they're like i'm so sorry and i'm like it it's fine please don't worry about it and they rang me through and everything was fine and i looked behind and like I somehow was the villain in the whole thing because there was a like two older ladies behind me just staring at me like <laughs> like I had stolen the soap <laughs> or like I shouldn't have even been waiting in the lineup and I'm still convinced it's cuz I was a man buying glittery soap in yeah, rural Nova Scotia. That's their lineup. Right. <laughs> Where's so my parade? Weird. <laughs> I haven't well, had anyone but in front of me you. in a while, but it was when that is, it's always a woman that's in her 60s or 70s. You know, I hate to generalize, but yeah, <laughs> you're correct. <laughs> but um, the other nightmare, it was a, a man in his 70s, and it was my dad. He <laughs> 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 like went to, went to the Walmart to, uh, he won't go shopping anywhere else. And it's like, you go to the Walmart. He doesn't trust anywhere else. And also is like, they have everything there. Why would you waste your time? <laughs> yeah, yeah very trustworthy. <laughs> yeah, well, they have the grocery section. So he's like, I just have to drive in. And he takes like the, the rural road, like the truck route road. So he doesn't have to drive on the main highway. Like, it's a dream for him. So we made a big day of it. He wanted to get something for my nephews, but also his grandkids. Uh. Um, <laughs> but also for my brother and I was like I can already tell this is going to be a journey because we had to leave at 10.30 oh shit yeah for a 20 minute drive and he was like okay well we'll go in early and get everything done and I was like this is everybody <laughs> Everybody on this damn island is over 50 everybody's here at 10.30 yeah <laughs> <laughs> so we get inside the store I split off I pick up everything I need to get and then I find him just like wandering around lost and I was like oh no like what's what is happening here and he's like trying to flag somebody down he finally gets this teen who's working there and he says uh I need to I need to find the bait section <laughs> I was like wow. I'm sorry you need to find what like the kid is just staring at him and I'm trying to like run interference my dad's like, the bait section, you know, like where the fishing gear is. And I said, like, you don't want to actually buy live bait. And he's like, <laughs> no, they don't sell live bait here, Anthony. And I was like, <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> it wouldn't be called the bait section. No, it would not be called the bait section. <laughs> That's what I call my bed after 10 p.m. <laughs> yeah, you do. You yeah, do. Baby. You mention it a lot. <laughs> I do, because I'm horned all the time. Yeah, uh, I mean, it has been a song. long dry spell for many of us. A little <laughs> plaque made with, like, wood burning that says no. <laughs> the bait section. <laughs> 
I just so, use my fingernails because I'm so pent up. <laughs> <laughs> um, then what happened? So we find out that he wants to buy my brother a fishing lure. Right, a lure. That was a the lure. word I was thinking Yeah. Yeah, and I'm like, okay, that makes sense. So then he... But it sounds just as bad to say to a teenage boy. <laughs> yeah, right? Like, can you show me where the lures are? And like... <laughs> I don't know about this. <laughs> Dad, yeah. let's go. <laughs> so the kid says, okay, well, he just points in the direction. They're over there. And I'm like, oh, yeah, of course, where all of the fishing rods are neatly displayed. <laughs> so I walk over there with my dad, and it's a locked case. And so he says, well, he said, he literally said, I need the boy to unlock this. <laughs> and I was like, Dad. Bring me the child. Yeah. I was like, what weird labyrinth, like, Greek myth are we living in right now? Get me the boy to unlock the chest. <laughs> I, I go and get the, the guy, and I'm like, can you, uh, like, unlock the thing? And he's like, um, okay. He comes back. He, the keys he has doesn't work. He goes through, like, five keys. And then he says, oh, I have to go in the back and get the keys. And we're like, okay, that's fine. We'll wait. My dad is, like, very chill at this, but, like, he started to get in that weird, like, old man way of like, yeah, it's fine. I'll wait. It's just I've been here for 20 minutes. And you're like, <laughs> stop it. <laughs> so the kid goes away for like, I'm going to say a max of five minutes. And this woman who unrelated to the situation coming what I is clearly from a break because she's got like a thermos on, like an outdoor coat and then he waves her down. He's excuse, and she's walking. And he says, "Excuse me," like nine times. So eventually, she turns around. She's like, "Oh, can I help you?" And he said, "The boy went to go get the key for the the lure case, but he hasn't come back yet." And I'm like, "The Walmart is ten kilometers long. I can see him. I can see him down at like the furniture section. Like he he's not even close to the back room yet." And the lady says, "Like, oh, okay, well." I'm sure he'll be back. And my dad said, well, can you unlock it? He's like, no, I don't have the keys. And then he just started this insane logic no. spew of just like, just telling them how they should manage their key system. Oh, and the whole time I'm just losing inches off of my height and like <laughs> dying. Like the lady's looking at me. She's like, is basically the look was, is this man well? And I'm like, yeah, he's, he's, He's quite sharp. It's just he's um, <laughs> impatient and rude. <laughs> and he just keeps saying, like, you know, I just, you know, can't you use a walkie-talkie? And she's like, well, we don't have walkie-talkies. He's like, in a store this big, you should have some sort of communication system. When I was in the army, and I'm like, Dad, <laughs> no. <laughs> I love your dad it. so much. I love him. I love my dad. He's a, he's a magician and a musician. Whoa. <laughs> yes. That's amazing. Yeah, I he's he's fantastic. Um he just recently told me he's been grilling a friend of his in Boston about um them being a Trump supporter uh, secretly for a year oh. over email, which I was like oh. Yeah, you better work, bitch. But <laughs> like the the ending of the story is not exciting because the kid comes back and we get the fishing lore, but the entire time he's just grabbing anybody in like one of those smiley vests <laughs> and being like do you have a moment for me to tell you how to make Walmart more efficient? Oh my gosh. <laughs> One quick way would be paying them more. <laughs> yeah. Like, and just hire more people for the Christmas yeah. season, you know? 
I I was like, I'm going to come in with my socialist logic and be like, <laughs> I know exactly how to fix all of this. One, pay them. Two, benefits. Three, hire more. <laughs> mm-hmm. There's probably like on a good day, like a hundred people working there at a time. He's, it's one of those enormous like Walmart, like mega centers. Yeah. It's huge. There's no way that there's less than 50 people working. It's like a city. Yeah. It's terrifying. I, do, I don't think I don't know if your dad suggested this, um, but I, I feel closer to your dad in this scenario than anybody else because whenever I do need something that's in a locked cabinet, it's usually at Canadian Tire because I spend a lot of time there. They have all the keys except for that cabinet key. Yes, and so it's like well, everyone should just have like there should be a skeleton key or a you know so it's easier, it's less stressful for the staff. Anyways, uh, if they had a key like concealed near, like they always have a little desk <laughs> near one of these things. If you had the key like in there, but I just I love the visual of this kid on like the Laura Secord Heritage Minute, <laughs> like running through the woods trying to get this key to get one, and it's literally one fishing lure that was like, you know, probably like twelve dollars. My dad was like, "Okay, well we got it. My list is done," and I'm like, "I'm done. I'm so tired." <laughs> Oh, man. <laughs> the only time I've been to Walmart, like I've been to Walmart a few times, but I've only had like gone once because I needed something, which was a Christmas tree. And it was sev- several years ago. And I still have the Christmas tree. It's an artificial one. And uh, a coworker was like in a Zoom meeting. She's like, yeah, I, I got a new Christmas tree. I, just, I used to have one from Walmart, but now I'm a grown up. And I'm like, oh, <laughs> I gotta get another tree. <laughs> um, Walmart is so scary and so sad. Yeah, because a lot of this stuff is not a good deal. Like when I get in there as a person who loves a deal, I'm like, this is this is not how much tights cost. These tights yeah. are crap. Yeah, it's so weird. And they own so many of the brands. They're just getting ripped off. And wait, are their tights too expensive or too cheap? They're exp- they were expensive, and they were they lasted like one or two wearings. Oh, how expensive? Twenty dollars, like not super expensive, but but yeah. I mean, like, you could go to London Drugs and get like the the legs tights for legs much less i have so many of those from you know when i was used to be allowed to do drag <laughs> yeah yeah when people were allowed to see your legs yeah concealed your, now your, your bait room <laughs> yeah <laughs> I, just, I just bought a bunch of tights uh online so i'll update you if they're any good Ooh, post them on the story mama yeah i bought some nice ones last year from rexall in edmonton and i was like these are beautiful tights and they got holes in them right away Uh, in the toes i'm a heavy walker it's always in the damn toe for you okay speaking of mending and tights i have discovered this is like very like a deep deep depression era life hack that i've discovered (laughs) oh you were like era and i was like oh i got you and then i was like oh no i don't i don't have you (laughs) because i like cut up a bunch of old tights that had holes in them because i want to like make a rug out of them like a rag rug but you can only cut up to like where the legs end at like the crotch so then i had all these little like (laughs) tops of tights with the crotch still in them and i was like what do i use these for like they don't have holes in them i was like they could kind of be underwear but like kind of weird um you know it's kind of like a a poor man's spanks um yeah but i've now discovered that if you cut out like the the crotch part like the little oval reinforced crotch part. That's the perfect thing to patch clothing with holes in it because it's like reinforced. It's stretchy. 
usually they're two different colors. Like usually one side is like uh, white, and- white and one side is whatever color the tights are. So I'm now I'm I put them. I have like this cashmere sweater that was my mom's from the 80s that like I love, but it just keeps getting holes in it because it's so old. And so now I put like two gray tights crotches underneath Ooh. the holes and it matches the color perfectly. And I'm like, I'm a genius. You are a genius. <laughs> it never, it won't, doesn't, wouldn't surprise me if you put were the certified genius. Yeah. The elbow. <laughs> <laughs> That's the kind of thinking we need in 2021. Yeah. Put me in charge. <laughs> yes. I put a crotch on it. That's just... <laughs> I think you would have had a vaccine ages ago. Yeah. And it would have been crotch related. <laughs> you put it in your crotch. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the vaccine is actually transmitted. Sorry. <laughs> sorry, I'm sorry, listening. sorry. Yeah. <laughs> um, it's what we need right now. Jessica, Alicia. do you... Oh, do you want me to oh. go? Oh, well, I mean... Well, ask me when was the last time I used a microwave? When's the last time you used a microwave? When was... Last time you used a microwave. This morning. Yeah. Actually, I've used it twice today. I made Papa Dom's at lunch, and uh, at breakfast I uh, defrosted a gluten-free bun. Nice. And then put it in the toaster because I have a toaster now too. Really <laughs> living a it up. Toaster before? I got my first toaster in years, like maybe about eight months ago. Oh wow. It was I don't know what I was what I, guys so weird I was toasting toast in the oven so like what year was it oh That's my gosh twenty twenty um, <laughs> well I now own a microwave congratulations yeah and it's baby blue. Ooh. Yeah. Oh, that's so cute. I know. It's baby blue. It's kind of ugly, but kind of cute. Like, I like the color. And I got it at my favorite store, London Drugs. <laughs> and I decided to get it on the way home from work one day. Um, for the past, like, maybe three weeks, I haven't been biking to work. I've been taking the bus, and that the bus stops right outside London Drugs, the best store in the world. And I said, fuck it. Like, this is the night. I'm going to get the microwave. I'm going to take it home. And I went in, and it was on sale. And they had the color I wanted, and I asked someone for help, and he was so nice, so incredibly nice. And he rung up all of my other purchases at his empty cash, which was great. And I took the microwave out, and I was like, you know what? Now that I'm on this like saving money kick, I'm not going to take a cab home with this. I'm going to take the train home with this microwave. And it didn't weigh a lot, but it was awkward. So it was like probably like 20 pounds, if that. Uh, but it was a huge box. So I get on the train. And just as I'm getting off the train, I realize I do not have my house keys. Oh, no. No. And it's raining. And I know my neighbors well enough that they could buzz me in. And my spare set of keys are with Graham and Sally, who live really nearby. So I messaged uh, them. And they're like, we are not home for the first time in eight months. Oh, no. (laughs) And we will not be home for a very long time. And I'm just, like, dripping in sweat, holding this awkward box. I've also got, like, a knapsack full of other things. And I'm sitting on the inside of my building because my neighbor buzzed me in just not knowing what to do. And the dog at this point has been by himself for like 11 hours. Oh, no. Yeah. So I was just sweating in the hallway. (laughs) (laughs) My neighbor came out and she drove me back to work, which was really far. And then everything worked out and Hank was totally fine. And now I have a microwave. What a nice neighbor. My God, that neighbor's an angel. Such an angel. I've got great neighbors, actually. Yeah. Really great people in this building. Um, but yeah, so now I have a microwave. So it was partially a retail dream and then partially a retail experience. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 
and just a life nightmare, key nightmare. Yes, I haven't been locked out. Like I've been locked out of my apartment, like building, but never at my apartment itself. Because usually I'm just like, oh, I forget to take the keys when I take the dog out for a quick pee or something or mm-hmm. to take the recycling out. And then I accidentally lock myself out. That's yeah. fine. <laughs> but I was completely locked out of the most important part. <laughs> yeah, where the toilet is. Oh, and I love my toilet. Toilet. <laughs> toilet time. Toilet time. Toilet um, talk. That's the title of my next book. Toilet, toilet time. <laughs> it's, an, it's, an, it's also a memoir. <laughs> it's very close to talent time. But oh, don't tell Paul. <laughs> yeah. No, it's, it's fine. It's its own thing. Jessica, do you have a? I have just noticed a trend. I've got a retail trend. And that okay. is that I am now in love with my mail carrier. <laughs> <laughs> um because it takes, if you order anything from the States, it takes two months to get here. If, if that, maybe you some, ordering? sometimes longer. Let me tell you, I got a list. <laughs> I have to write down what I order online now on, on this list. Uh, let's see. I ordered something September 25th, still not here. Today what? is, today is November 12th. Yeah. It takes like, if it's in Canada, it's like pretty fast. But if it's from America, it takes like a month two months but so i've learned that like that amount of time in my head makes me forget that i have bought this thing for myself because <laughs> i was just sort of like a spur of the moment decision where i'm like yeah i need tights but then i wait till i hear the sound of the mail carrier every day because it's like a certain the way he opens the door is a certain way <laughs> and then if i if i get a knock on the door then i'm like oh wee it's a big thing that can't fit in the box and he sees me like sometimes he sees me come out and check as soon as he's left because his little truck is parked right in front of the lobby. <laughs> and then some, sometimes he comes back in twice and he's like, oh, I saw you were checking for something. And I was like, don't look at me. <laughs> Just bring me present. That's all I truly have to look forward to is like, oh, I'm buying new tights for the first time in five years. Hope, hope mail carrier remembers that I bought tights. <laughs> like, <laughs> it's truly like a sickness I have. I have a crush on the one of the letter carriers that uh, comes here, and he's very nice, and he has a good sense of humor. Uh, but I'm definitely horned for him as well. So I try <laughs> to like be normal, and uh, you know. But when I see him, I'm like clang clang, pussy bell. Yeah, uh, <laughs> clang clang clang. And it's also like yeah, um, but My it's. Butt. Like my crushes are so, they all exist in like a two block radius because I don't go anywhere. So like they're, they're I wonder if like, if it wasn't pandemic times, would I have, I would have a crush on this male person because I've seen him before and I've always thought he was cute. Mm. But would I have a crush on the other three people I have a crush on? I don't know. <laughs> they're just my choice right now. <laughs> Let me be clear. I don't actually have a crush on my male You have a crush carrier. on the experience. I have. I just. Yeah, of course. That's I'm, what I associate with happiness now. Yeah. <laughs> and just to be clear about me, 100% horny for the I don't guy. know yeah. what my male carrier's face looks like because he always uh, is wearing a mask. Yeah. So, I I mean, I'm sure he's cute, but I'm just like, you. you bring me the presents. And sometimes... Like if the timing is right, he'll put it right in my hands. So nice. <laughs> Which is nice. But then Mama I still Mia. feel weird because I'm like, oh, I'm not wearing a mask. I'm sorry. You can just put it on the floor. <laughs> anyway, 
I really love telling life. the pizza guy when he buzzes. Uh, I'm like, just leave it in the lobby. It's like, and I say it like I'm an old timey phone operator. And I'm like, just leave it in the lobby, and I'm like, run, like scurry down and pick it up because I, I, I love not having the face to face contact because they would know, they would just associate my face with like a man who orders pizza too often from too the much. store that is yeah. literally a five minute walk. Yeah. Okay. Do you do Panago or Domino's? Love the dominoes. You're the dom. Okay, see, I'm a Panago. I like to switch it up with Panago sometime, but like, I like dominoes because it's less expensive, but also it's like so salty. Mm, Yeah, I like the dominoes bread, from what I remember. I know it's called a crust, but it's basically a bread. Pizza bread. It's pizza. Sorry, uh, I will show myself out. Yeah. Um. Yeah, we because like we're so close to the front door. We're like on the main floor. And so we've tried to be like, oh, you can just leave the pizza there because there's like a little ledge. But then when the buzz comes and you're talking to a person, you can't remember the name for ledge. So it's like there's a small parapet uh, um, <laughs> I, leave it then sleep uh, never mind you can just I'll just buzz you in sorry and they're like huh yeah <laughs> for a really long time I was meeting all the delivery people in the lobby and uh, like rush or waiting outside for them to like just to be polite but then mm. after like seven months I was like I guess you can bring it down to me yeah then, but it is um, I always put on a mask and they're never wearing a mask for oh, delivery really? from DoorDash recently and I don't know, like, if something changed, but we used to get, like, this notification that would say, like, make sure you're wearing a mask to protect the drivers. And then they'd be wearing a mask and I'd be wearing a mask. And now it's mm. just a, a really young guy, like, why are you wearing a mask? <laughs> <laughs> like, why aren't you like, wearing one? Give ones? me my $25 sandwich from the Paleo <laughs> Cafe. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Is that formerly Caveman Cafe? No, it's a different one. It's one that's okay. downtown. It's called Festal. Festal? Oh, yeah. I know. It's... They make these big waffle sandwiches made with, like, grain-free flour and then stuffed with like vegetables and meat or just vegetables or just meat is festal a word that i don't know or is it like a portmanteau of pesto no pestle and festive i don't know yeah. <laughs> like it's i have no idea festal yeah it's just like, did you mean festival? No. <laughs> yeah. Then it sounds like a hotel restaurant. It does. Oh, I love hotel restaurant names. I love hotel like, restaurants. Oh, man. Me too. Or the hotel the bars. To, they're the best place to have a drink and people watch. Mm. Yeah. Okay. Festival is an adjective. It's like festive like. Oh, yeah. That's kind of like what it is, the way that this place is. It's like you'd be excited if it was a real sandwich, but it's the sandwich that (laughs) doesn't make your guts hurt. (laughs) I guess festal is just like redundant for festive, but like festive. um, Thanks for looking it up. It's not a catchy name. No. (laughs) Once for a work lunch, one of my coworkers um, very thoughtfully made sure to choose a restaurant where I wouldn't be struggling to find lunch. And so everyone had to order from Festal Cafe. And I was so excited when my sandwich and salad showed up because it was this massive club sandwich with like roasted chicken and it had like bison bacon or something in it and this big bunch of like salad and then these weird root vegetable chips and I was over the moon over the moon and everyone else was so sad when they got their lunch because <laughs> really? they eat normal food. <laughs> 
And everyone was picking at their lunches, and I had like I was dipping my sandwich into maple syrup that came with the sandwich, and just like <laughs> like wow. staring at everyone like this evil monster because I'd never had anything so fun. <laughs> yeah, that was nice and of was, your coworker. Yeah, it always is very touching uh, when someone remembers that you can't just have like pizza, normal food. Yeah, yeah. Um, and I didn't know about this restaurant and I very rarely order from it because it's so expensive. And mm-hmm. I do have all the things at home to make that sandwich, but I was having a day. Yeah. <laughs> I was having a day <laughs> that I was not going to be cooking lunch. As soon as we're done this, Jay's ordering me sushi risotto. So. Oh, wow. You don't have to. Can you tell us what that is? Yeah. It's not at all risotto. They just call it sushi risotto. <laughs> um, and I love it. It's like uh, chirashi don, but baked with a bunch of cheese on it. <laughs> oh, wow. Whoa. That sounds great. It's really it's good. It's like a oyster motoyaki, but without the oyster. Yeah. I mean, <sighs> there's a lot in there. There's a lot mm. of stuff. And it's been... just like a hot brick of food that's too much to eat. Mm, baby. There was a sushi place in Halifax that I used to go to a lot I can't remember what it was called, but it was like near Spring Garden Road and they would do this. It was like a tiny appetizer called sushi pizza, but it was just crunchy rice in a circle and then just like piled with fun toppings and like lots of like mayo and stuff. Yeah. But then they'd slice into tiny little slices and I would be like, I'll have two of these. And they'd be like, that's an appetizer. I'd be like, it's delicious. It's perfect. Yeah. Sometimes you just want appetizers for dinner. Yeah. There's like, why would I ruin the experience? This is yeah. perfect as it is. They make uh, sushi pizza at Simply Delicious on Main Street. If you're, oh. if you're feeling nostalgic. Oh, baby. <laughs> the only time I've had it was in Toronto and I was on a date with a man that made me feel very insecure. And I had been living in Vancouver for a while and then flew out to see him because we had known each other from before. And he's like, I'll take you to my favorite sushi restaurant. And all I did was make fun of the sushi pizza. Um, (laughs) We had a terrible weekend. (laughs) (laughs) And we never spoke again. Um, So I I would like a a do-over for sushi pizza. Yeah. (laughs) It's a great combination of things. Sounds so good. Should we do a a demon time? Yeah, let's stop talking about food. I'm so hungry. Demon time. I miss demon time, I have to say. I know people are saying things like that they miss prior to the pandemic. So I'm trying to not do that because it's tiring. Sure. <laughs> but, yeah. but like I used to, like when I'd be on one of my famous two day benders on the weekend, I always called it demon time. Oh, <laughs> it's demon time. It's demon time. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's a perfect name for the lost weekend. Demon time. 
It makes it sound super cute. Yeah. In my in my mind, I'm like you know looking like this and like <laughs> <laughs> wearing like a crop top and short shorts in like the middle of winter and being like, who wants to party? <laughs> Me always. Yeah. <laughs> oh man, that's great. Is is that the demon that you would be if you could be a demon, or would you be like a different kind of demon? I would be. Uh, I just had uh, Lucha Libre Disco Demon. <gasps> Wow. I'm just imagining so many sparkles. Yeah. <laughs> Sparkle spandex pants. Yeah, that would be a big part of it. Yeah. Amazing. And what would you do? What would you do? I would be a pro wrestler, but I would also by night, be like later in the night, be um, a disco like diva singer. Oh my okay. gosh. Yeah. 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 So my day job is like cool wrestling guy. And then I finish the match and then I go to the club and I do like one or two numbers and then just party with everybody all night. Wow. That's the best. Like, I want to hang out with that demon. (laughs) I'm striving to be that demon every single day. (laughs) (laughs) That's great. That's like, yeah, a demon doesn't have to be like a scary goblin monster. It can just be like a creature of pure light. Yeah, I like um, I like demons and satanic stuff. I'm not in any way a Satanist or like any of that kind of. I mean, I just don't really have any sort of affiliation for <laughs> any religion. But seems complicated. It's just too much work. There's just so much. But I really I love I love how like the underbelly of most satanic things is just like just party and have a good time yeah and like it's not scary it's like yeah you just kind of like do what you want like it's very indulgent yeah it's just like fucking drink yeah that would be great yeah (laughs) it is (laughs) alicia what kind of demon would you be i would just haunt one particular person who he's a guy that lives in my neighborhood and is always telling people He's always mansplaining stuff to people. He was mansplaining to another man something the other day. And I was just like, you've got to stop. You're out of control. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I had a run-in with him. Not a run-in, but he was the guy that parked his his vintage car outside our apartment building in an awkward way. So taking up three parking spaces. And then a neighbor left a note on his window. And then he thought I'd left the note. Oh God. Or I wanted to know who left the note. And I was like, I don't, I don't know. Cause I didn't want to turn my neighbor in. And he's like, well, someone keyed my car. And I was like, I don't, what? I don't care. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I do not care, sir. Um, but he, he's just one of those people that he traps you in a conversation and you can't get out of it. Uh, and that makes me very uncomfortable because that's my job. And, <laughs> <laughs> and uh, I haven't seen him for months and months and months. I haven't seen him the entire quarantine. And uh, he stopped his car to tell a neighbor who lives in a different building. I live in a different building from this man as well. That he was not parked far enough away from the curb and that he could get a ticket. And I was like looking and I was like, he, this guy's parked far enough away from the curb. He is not going to get a ticket. And the guy gets out of his car. He's parked in the middle of the street, gets out of his car, and then counts how many feet the man is parked from the curb. And he just looks at me, and I just look at him like, I am going to peel all of the skin off of your body and throw it in a dumpster. <laughs> is that what and you would do? He, no, I, would, I think I would just, like, when he would go to start saying something, I would uh, put, like, a little bit of, like, magical glue in his mouth <laughs> and it would it would totally like once he got back in his car it would evaporate he wouldn't be harmed but he has to shut up 
I like yeah. that. <laughs> he just has yeah. to shut up. That's fair. I don't like. I won't let Hank talk to him because it all started with him approaching me, like v- coming up very close to me and talking to me about Hank for like ages and ages. And Hank likes almost everybody. And I was like, I don't like this person. Hank's like, he's great. He can pet. Me. He pets me harder than you pet me, and that is nice. That's a nice change. You know, sometimes I want some options. And now I'm just like, don't look at my dog. Don't talk to me. <laughs> so yeah, I would just haunt that one guy. Every yeah. time he was like explaining to somebody something that they already know. That guy sounds awful. I don't like, I don't like the mind frame, the frame of mind that you have to be like, I'm going to show you how many feet you're parked from the curb. But be like, get a hobby, you weirdo. Yeah. He's the kind of guy that wears a, like a $800 Canada Goose duffel coat, like bomber style with like jeans and then loafers. And mm. I can't, I can't, I can't deal. He goes into a McDonald's and says, make me new fries because these aren't crispy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, I love McDonald's French fries. You can so do much. that. <laughs> I've seen people do that. <laughs> wow. They cost like a dollar 30. <laughs> Just I get know. another box. I know. It's also, these people don't want to make you new fries. They don't want to make fries in general. Well, they never not never stop this, making fries. Not with this attitude, sir. Yeah. Take that shit to Burger King. <laughs> oh, yeah. Take I it do to love BK. Burger King. Oh, my <laughs> gosh. Gone. There's one in my hometown, and uh, Whoppers were a big hit in my family. Le Whopper? We would get a Le Whopper. A Le Whopper. Yeah, of course. Le Whopper. Amazing. Well, if I was a demon, <laughs> I would be... Uh, and you might think that I've said this before because I feel like I maybe have, but <laughs> this is different this time. For sure. Um, so I'm like a big slug. I'm like a sentient slug, like size of my body, maybe even bigger. Maybe I'm like six feet, eight feet. <laughs> I'm big. I'm slimy. I'm laying slug eggs, but I've got a cute little bob. oh that's so nice i want to know this this demon i cannot take credit for this uh this demon was created by former guest andrew mclaughlin oh Oh, he's got lots of good ideas we were playing (laughs) D &D and this was the creature that we had to defeat i actually made a drawing of it if you want to see yeah i was gonna say you should draw her (laughs) Slay, I guess slugs lay eggs. I never thought about that until this moment. Yeah, D and D is so popular. Either. I mean, it's perfect yeah. to play from your home. Yeah, I know lots of people who just like on Twitter. Like, does anybody have a a campaign I can join? I'm like, oh, okay. she's so sweet. Wow. And then next to her is the 690 year old witch that I contacted through the spirit realm. <laughs> that looks like me and drag. <laughs> Her name's Wyona, Wyona Cinderthroat. And huh. uh, the slug queen of the corn people was Lady Bertroma <laughs> the Fertile. So basically, yeah, Andrew's just amazing at coming up with creatures. And then I feel like I've met them in real life because he does different voices for them, too. Oh, Lady Bertroma could have like a cool like A24 movie called Lady Bert. Oh, (laughs) (laughs) amazing. Speaking of slugs, should we do Puppo of the Week? Hell yeah. Hell yeah. So my Puppo, I got that. They're collectively, they're one. Uh, It's my nephews, which is emotionally gay. But (laughs) (laughs) 
<laughs> um, so sweet. It is. Uh, it, it's very much winter time in Cape Breton, and what do you do but build a skating rink in the backyard, which my dad did for the grandkids and my oldest nephew Finn, and he's like five now, is learning how to skate. And my his little brother Levi, who is like three, doesn't want to, but we're all like he'll want to once he like sees his brother skating. My dad called me before we did this because we talk like once or twice a week. And he said that he built a Zamboni for the little backyard rink. <laughs> he, he got a big Rubbermaid container and cut two holes in it and then put like two little pieces of pipe. And then my, one of my aunts um, had like, uh, like a rubber mat that they cut so it's like a squeegee like at the end of the Zamboni. Oh, wow. And they just fill it up with hot water and then like drag it across <laughs> the tiny ice rink. And then that's so I didn't cute. know that Zambonis used water. I don't know what I was thinking, but 35 years of my life, I was like, Zambonis have hot water in them. <laughs> I didn't know that either. I don't know what I don't know. I, I never thought about, thought about it. it. I thought it was just a big yeah. toilet that a guy rides around. <laughs> <laughs> he fills it up with hot water. <laughs> well, in New Brunswick, it is. <laughs> Um. <laughs> I want that job. Yeah. <laughs> I'm qualified. So yeah, my puppos are my nephews and uh, I am like oddly, not oddly, like stupidly looking forward to like videos of them falling down and not being able to skate like big dum-dums. Oh, <laughs> that skating rank is my yeah. puppo. That's so cute. <laughs> That's such a big part of growing up on the East Coast. Like we had a skating rank. Our friend had a skating rink in their backyard, yeah. like their entire childhood. We had a pond. There still is a pond behind, this is behind my grandmother's house. Like my aunts still live there. And I mean, because I grew up in Boston, so I wasn't exposed to ice skating. So when we moved to Canada, everybody at school knew how to skate. I had no idea. Oh. And like, I would try to, but I was like, so bad. I still am terrible at it. But I would like go to this little pond and try to skate. And it was just like, I must have looked so pathetic <laughs> just like fumbling around and being like I'm doing it dad <laughs> how old were you when you learned to skate 21 <laughs> <laughs> I was the, I remember the first pair of skates that I had like they were just they were called cheese cutters and they had two blades and they're like mm. almost like a shoe you just put your winter boot into them and then yeah. strap them on they're like training wheel skates yeah totally and then, you know you graduate to a, a skate with one blade but I never like it was something to do. But like, I don't know. My ankles were not meant for skating. Yeah. My I have a lot of cousins uh, in Cape Breton who played hockey. Okay. And then just like uh, one of my aunts is very much into winter sports. So like, lots of people in the family knew how to skate. But like, I just could not take to it. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's something like I think later in life when you like learn how. Like I know a lot of adults that don't know how to swim, for example. And it's right. just because they didn't get to, they don't have that muscle memory. Like when you, you learn easier when you're a child. Yeah, totally. I was a big like baby too. I, I was afraid of getting <laughs> hurt. Of course. I was, I was terrified of getting hurt. So if I was going to fall down, I would refuse. And then I remember when I, this, one of the first years I moved here to Vancouver, I went to the West End rink with a bunch of guys and they were like all pros at skating. I was like, yeah, I can do this and strapped on the skates. No fear got on the ice and just bailed like head first, like <laughs> into oh. the rink board and was like, I think I'm going to take a knee on this one. <laughs> yeah, I don't know how as successful I'd be now skating. I don't remember the last time, but I bet it's been like 20 years. 
Oh, wow. Yeah. How about you, Jessica? I went last year, I think it was last year, like Mint rented out the rank at Hillcrest. Um, nice. Just for, I think it was for the winner of Shindig, which is like the local battle of the bands. I think that was like a big night out with Mint was, is the, uh, one of the prizes. And so like they invited all the, the bands to go skate and I had the cutest little outfit, a little cr- crushed yeah. velvet red little like skater dress. And I had like this little faux fur. Uh, it's not even a full hat. It's just like a big headband basically that ties with like a scarf in the back and my little like puffer jacket. It was very, I looked extremely like Canadian slash Russian um, but I <laughs> fell down. Like I totally fell down because <laughs> the uh, former guest, Adrian LaBelle uh, played hockey. She was at some like high level of hockey. I think she played for like BC or something. And so she's amazing. So she'd like grab my hands and skate backwards and like pull me as fast as she could. And I was like, I can't turn. I yeah. don't know how to do this. Um, but yeah, it was really fun. But also like, I don't need to do it for another like 10 years. I had the most wicked bruise on my thigh. It was just like a giant purple cloud for a while. It was kind of impressive, I guess. I was going to say, it must have looked pretty. Yeah. <laughs> my thighs are always pretty. My Papa of the Week, I can't believe I didn't talk about this before, but there I've been volunteering at Rabbitats, which is a rabbit uh, rescue shelter out in Richmond. And there is a rabbit who lives out there named Pipkin, who has three legs. And one ear. Oh, oh my gosh. What happened to Pipkin? Um, he was like uh, a rescue rabbit. So someone was observing him like out in the wild and noticed all of a sudden that one of his ears was gone. So obviously like a, a bigger animal got it or something in a fight. <sighs> and then a couple days later noticed that one of the legs was injured. And so then they brought brought him in. And he had one of the legs amputated, but he is the friendliest little guy. Like I change his water and give him fresh hay. And he's just like not motivated by food. He's just like, I just want to hang out with you and like sniff you and like nuzzle you and try and jump out of my little enclosure. Um, And he's like surprisingly mobile. Is he missing a hind leg or a front leg? A front leg. So he gets around great and yeah he's available for adoption if anyone is interested oh what a cute bun (laughs) i posted a photo of him on the instagram and uh facebook and twitter for the uh the bunny cafe so if you're curious to see what pipkin looks like there's a kind of blurry photo because he moves around so quickly i couldn't get a good one and he's also (laughs) he's also black and the lighting in there was not uh that bright so it was hard to get a good shot of him but uh oh my gosh he's perfect he's perfect just that one ear is all he needs yeah oh my god he looks like a like an easter bunny chocolate yes like an easter bunny that you bit one of the ears off so yeah a little ganong bunny (laughs) october 29th on the bunny cafe instagram i posted a photo of him so if you want to scroll back you can find him so I've been there like once a week for the past uh, like month or so. So I get to visit him every time. And out of all the bunnies, there's like hundreds of bunnies there. Out of all of them, he's the one that like I socialize with. <laughs> the other one, it. we have like a professional relationship, but he's like, he's my bud. Love, love little Pipkin. 
Oh, he's so cute. How could you not? I know. And he's so friendly. He's like the most friendly of all of them. And like a wild, a wild rescue. And he's super friendly. That's yeah, really cool. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He might have also been like a, a bunny that was dumped too. that happens oh, yeah. a lot, too. So I don't know his full like lineage or backstory, but just <laughs> the trauma. <laughs> oh, you don't have his papers? No, I don't. I'm sorry. I'm so sorry. <laughs> what about you, Alicia? Who's your papo? Well, he's sitting on my lap, and his name is Hank Tobin. Yeah. He's, he sees you guys. <laughs> Hi, Hank. Hi, Hank. He can't hear us. <laughs> he yeah. just keeps getting closer and closer. <laughs> he could hear you, for sure, because he can hear, like, he can hear everything. Oh, I thought you might have had headphones in, so. I do, but he would still be able to hear. Oh, okay. Because his hearing is, like, their hearing so strong. So. We're very loud. <laughs> but it's very hard. He's drooling all over my work laptop. Uh, <laughs> I just looked over it, and it's like... Um, so Hank, he's, uh, he's a good boy. How's his allergies doing? So far, so good. He hasn't really had much of a relapse, which oh, is great. Good. Yeah. He likes to just every three weeks, uh, cost a few hundred dollars. Extra. <laughs> Same. <laughs> Same. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, this has been Retail Nightmares podcast. Yeah. Yeah. I'm so glad to be back. Thank you. Thank People you People want to so find much. you online. How do they do that? Uh, they can find me at It's Chandelier, I-T-S-S-H-A-N-D-A-L-E-E-R. Spelled it out so you'll be able to find me on Twitter, on Instagram, uh, maybe on Facebook. I don't really use that one much anymore, but I yeah. started making videos again to post on YouTube. Amazing. So oh, nice. I do those. And then I also joined the world of podcasting with my new friend, good friend, Mike, Mike Noble, who's in Hotel Mira and they're a very fun band. Uh, and we're called We're the Big Boys Game and we talk about anime, video games, and wrestling. <laughs> That's so great. Those are your passions. My three interests and he is a newer friend and we're like, oh, this will be like a cool like hook. We'll like bond while we do a podcast. And after like the third week of hanging out, we're like, yeah, we know everything about each other. It's this perfect that's not true we could do more personal but we have so much in common it's like we never disagree hardly disagree on anything so that is where the big boys game on instagram and wt big boys game on twitter okay great yes and that's every week you put out an episode uh mondays we talk about video game and video games and anime and thursdays is a full wrestling episode holy shit Wow, yeah. that's amazing. We amazing. do a full hangout on Saturday. This is this Saturday is going to be our first like over Zoom recording slash hang time because Mike has been like, I live alone. So he's been like the guy that's like the bubble, the safe six. Yeah. He's the only person that could like since May, the only person I have in my apartment uh, is Mike every Saturday. So it's going to oh, be wow. kind of weird not hanging out with him on Saturday. Yeah. Well, I'll walk past your apartment and creep on you. <laughs> I'll, keep the, I'll keep the blue light on, baby. <laughs> <laughs> you don't have to turn out the blue light. Yeah. <laughs> um, I love so much that you live across the street from a church. It's so perfect. The, the signs used to be like a bit more horned, but now they're like much more inspirational. Yeah, the one right now is like, God's plan works, even if you don't understand it. And I'm like, okay. Yeah. Mm, That doesn't make sense. Yeah. My favorite one was like earlier this year, and it was something about like something that's hard to swallow. 
Mm. And oh. it was like, oh, the Reverend Brad Childs is wilding <laughs> out on the sign today. <laughs> wow. Hard and swallow. Man, it's, it's too bad that they lock those signs is all I'm going to say. <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> um, when I was looking for that slide whistle the other day, um, <laughs> I remembered that I have an entire suitcase of stolen letters from those signs in two different sizes. I think I have the alphabet a few times over um, from my, my younger, more rebellious days as like a, a teen. Those will come in handy. Yeah, when I open up my own church. (laughs) I would love to see a crossover of you and Amy Sedaris's apartment and Amy Sedaris in your apartment. Mm, Yeah, (laughs) the only difference is she's rich. Yeah, but she still rents. She still rents. That's true. Yeah. She's she's got a bunny. I've got Jay. Yep. Yeah, she's got Tina. Yeah. Oh, her bunny's name is Tina? And it's male. (laughs) Ah, that woman is an ally. Yeah. (laughs) They, yeah, they mistakenly thought Tina was a female. And then like, she's had Tina for so long that she's like, well, I'm just still going to call him Tina. (laughs) One of my favorite Japanese wrestlers, uh, his name is Hiroshi Tanahashi. And he has a tiny toy poodle and her name is Hana. Like his last name and he posts so many the photos on his Instagram are him being like an enormous jacked man at the gym. And then this tiny toy poodle is like just looking at the camera so sweet. And the caption is always like Hannah is having a nice day. Oh my gosh. It's so cute. Yeah. It's the greatest. I love that. I found out that um, from True Blood, Joe. Joe Manganiello. He has. Yes. Thank you. He has a little chihuahua. Which, yeah, I just looked up his Instagram. Don't ask me why. Um, But yeah, very cute little dog that he posts with. Here's here's it on Halloween. Oh, Oh, my God. Is it just a puppy or is it full grown? I don't know. I didn't do too much scrolling. But yeah, also also good Instagram. Hot, hot man. (laughs) Cute dog combo. Oh, yeah. We love the hunks with the tiny dogs. Yeah. (laughs) It's just like, it's the greatest combination. Big guy, little dog. <laughs> That's so sweet. Yeah. Plus, when you have a dog that size, you can just travel with them wherever. Yeah. yeah. I feel like that's the sign of a good guy, too. Yeah. Right? Like, they yeah. got the tiny dog, and they're like, yeah, I'm riding with this one. <laughs> like, they don't need to prove anything. Like, I'm going to get the girliest dog possible. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Um, Alicia, if people want to buy your book, where can they do that? You can buy it online. <laughs> um, it's called So You're a Little Sad, So What? And yeah, please buy it. Yeah. Buy it. Buy a tote bag from mm-hmm. retailnightmares.bigcartel.com. Uh, I just found a bunch of seven inches that I'm going to maybe put on there because I want to sell them. And I'm going to make little covers. Cute. Individual covers because they, d- they didn't have any uh, covers printed. But I was like... Just found out a bunch of stamps that Jay has are worthless. <laughs> so I'm like, time to do some collaging. <laughs> they're really beautiful. So I'm very excited that they're Are worthless. the covers going to have Lady Bert on the front? <laughs> maybe. Maybe I'll put a, a few little slugs and bobs on there. Who knows? <laughs> Who knows? Um, you can donate to our Patreon at patreon.com slash retail nightmares. Absolutely no pressure. We know times are weird. Yeah, they're so tough. It's weird out there. Mm-hmm. 
but everything's normal here. We're fine. (laughs) (laughs) Nothing to see here. Nothing to see here. I'm just going to drown my sorrows in sushi risotto. It's going to be great. Well, it was so great seeing both of you this evening. Um, Enjoy dinner, Jessica. Uh, What are you going to do now? Me, I <laughs> probably watch wrestling. You're gonna go to the bait section. <laughs> <laughs> it's not after ten. <laughs> it's ten o'clock somewhere <laughs> in the bait section. Baby, yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> There's just um, a clock that's set to ten o'clock. Yeah. always it's dead. <laughs> I just keep winking at it all the time. Huh? <laughs> I will likely watch wrestling or play a video game. <laughs> Very on brand. I am going to go to bed. (laughs) Also on brand. (laughs) Yeah. Um, So nice seeing both of you. Bye. 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 Bye.